Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, this is Dr. Prince uh, getting ready for our next uh, interview with Coach Dustin Solomon. So we'll switch over and get set up for that one. Okay, you there, Coach? Yes, sir. Okay, and it's Solomon, correct? That's right. All right. And uh, we are going to go in three, two, one. And welcome back. This is Dr. Mike Prince as we continue our volleyball tour on the Southwestern Athletic Conference. We've been joined now by the head man in charge of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Coach Dustin Solomon. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing well, Dr. Prince. How are you? I'm wonderful, sir, and, and excited uh, to have this opportunity to, to speak with you, introduce you to our audience, and uh, get more in-depth as we continue our volleyball tour, which will be featured in the fall, talking about uh, volleyball exclusively in the fall season. Now, you're, you're kind of one of those rare air, if you will, uh, you're one of the male coaches in a pretty much uh, female-dominated sport. And uh, introduce us to who Dustin Solomon is and how you ended up at Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Sure. Well, um, you know, I'm from I'm originally from Erie, Pennsylvania. So in you know up in the upper upper Midwest, northeast part of the country, um, boys boys slash guys volleyball is is pretty popular thing um so i grew up playing the sport i came down came down to arkansas was at the university of arkansas 
when Chris Poole started the program uh, up at Fayetteville. And so, you know, I, I got involved, you know, pretty early in my career in, you know, the coaching aspect of things and, you know, what it takes to build a program from scratch. Um, and so, you know, I always had that kind of in the back of my mind. And then, you know, once my, once my playing days were over, you know, I wanted to give back like so many other coaches do. And so that's what brought me into the, you know, the coaching realm. Uh, he, I moved, got married, uh, moved to central Arkansas, the Little Rock area in 1996. And, um, so been there, been here ever since. I was the head coach at Philander Smith College for two years. Then I got my opportunity to be an assistant coach at the Division I level, went down to the University of New Orleans for a year, uh, then got offered the same, the same role, assistant coach recruiting coordinator at Louisiana Tech University. I uh, was there for about a uh, little over a year. And then um, the, the call to come home and be a dad and put my career on hold was too strong. My daughter was getting ready to be a senior in high school, and I, I'd been gone for two years down in Louisiana. So I came back home, and uh, out of the blue, I'd get a call from the administration here at Arkansas Pine Bluff and ask if I wanted to come interview to be their next head coach, and I jumped at the opportunity. Wow. Isn't it amazing the power that daughters have over dads? <laughs> yes, sir, it is. <laughs> I, I have two daughters myself as well as two sons, so I know them daughters can get more out of pop than what them sons can get out of pop, so uh, very well. Sure. Now, with, with you having a background in actually playing, and before I go any further, um, you from Erie, Pennsylvania, you've got to be a Steelers fan, right? You know, that's a funny story in itself. Um, I'm actually not a Steelers fan. I'm actually a Cowboys fan. Well, you know, I might have to terminate this conversation, sir. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm just <laughs> – I'm from St. Louis, but I'm a big Steelers fan. My first football game that I was uh, allowed to witness in person, my pop took me to watch the St. Louis Cardinals football team at the time and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I've been a Steelers fan ever since. But Well, you know, my, my first NFL game – um, I lived in I lived in Corsicana, Texas for four years while we were growing up, and my first NFL game was the Cowboys versus the St. Louis Cardinals at the old Texas Stadium. Wow, how ironic is that? And one got led one way, and the other one got led the right way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you, know, you know, all my friends, all my friends in in school, you know, being from where I'm from, you know, we're an hour and a half from Cleveland, an hour and a half from Buffalo, and an hour and a half from Pittsburgh. You know, I had all three of – I had all my friends were all three of those fans. So Wow. Wow. That is that is, that is unique. Uh, we're talking right now with Dustin Salmon, who is the head volleyball coach for the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Now, you stated in your introduction, of course, you played volleyball, uh, which is very popular in the Midwest and in the neck of the woods where you're from. From the men's perspective, and it's, it's crazy that when you go out west, it is huge women's volleyball dominance. And so with you transitioning, what was the, the greatest challenge for you to transition from dealing with, with men versus dealing with women? You know, that's a, that's a really good question. I think the, the biggest thing... Um, the biggest thing for, for us, you know, coming into, coming into that... Um, you know, that avenue of, you know, dealing with a completely different gender is making sure that you know how to, 
relate with them on an outside the gym level, um, as well as being able to push the right buttons to get out of them what you need to get out of them without them shutting down on you. Um, you know, and that's that's something that you know when you when you recruit when you recruit these these athletes, you've got to make sure you do your due diligence and make sure that, you know, you're recruiting the right type of athletes that can come in and play and um, train under, you know, your type of gym, um, your type of gym management. So that, that's been the biggest thing for me is being able to make sure that I get the right type of girls that can come in and handle the way that I coach. I got you 100%. That's one of the reasons why I put down coaching and pick up the microphone. I do understand. <laughs> uh, it is it is a very um, unique and, if we be very contrite and honest, a delicate uh, stage to be in, whether you're coaching women or men, today's uh, athlete, a very unique athlete, a unique breed of creature. Um, I'm in my 50s. I'm 50 years old. Uh, there were things that coaches could say that would not even bat an eye at when I was coming up, which now could not only have you out of job, but possibly facing criminal charges. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And, you know, we hear, you know, being, being involved in the, you know, in the educational, you know, realm or, you know, university realm, high school realm, whatever, um, you know, you hear all these, all these people complain about how how hard it is to find find student athletes that are disciplined or able to be disciplined so that you know they can do what they need to do and it's just today's today's um student is not the same as it like you said as it was back back in when we were growing up so in in essence and i'm not trying to put words in your mouth um, you love what you're doing or you wouldn't be doing what you're doing, but it, it's, it's not without its challenges dealing with the persona of today's ball player, to, uh, the, the actuality versus perception, because a lot of people think they're greater than what they actually are, and we know that the parents think that their child and whoever else makes up the team should be in that rotation. So how do you balance that? Um, you know, I set expectations early. Uh, you know, when we come in, when we come in preseason, you know, I just, I'm very, very honest and upfront with them, tell them what I expect. Um, and, you know, one thing that I learned, you know, very early on in my coaching is we, we stat every gym session so that we have numbers to back up everything that we do. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, you can have, you know, you can have a small sample size or a large sample size. The numbers aren't going to lie. So if you can get the job, if the numbers show that you can get the job done, then, then you've earned your time. And if the numbers show that you can't, then you can't and you got to get better. Sounds like accountability and responsibility to me. For sure. 100%. I'm speaking with coach Dustin Solomon, who is the head volleyball coach for the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions, finished 9-9 nine nine in the conference last year, which was uh, good enough for fifth 
overall throughout the conference, nine and 17 overall. Coach, um, uh, when you go back and you look over your schedules and your planning schedules, uh, who are some of your non-conference games to be with? And, and, and when you get done with that, how are you embracing the new Sunday-Monday format for conference play? Um, yeah, so non-conference-wise, you know, I've, I've tried to I tried to stay, you know, pretty regional, um, you know, just to help us with, with travel and everything. But I actually, I actually got it to work out to where we're actually going to go on two, two pretty big trips, one, one the opening weekend and one the, the final weekend before conference play starts. Um, you know, so we're going to we're going to University of Southern Florida. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get to see them and LSU and Northwestern from the Big Ten. Uh, the second weekend, we're going to Southeast Missouri State. We're gonna see them, University of Evansville and Morgan State. You know, from the MEAC. And then third weekend, we're going down to my old my old school, Louisiana Tech. Um, we're gonna see them, Sam Houston State out of the Southland Conference and University of Memphis out of the American Athletic Conference. And then uh, the fourth weekend, we're going out to Greeley, Colorado, to face Northern Colorado uh, Air Force Academy. And um, our final uh, competitor out there will be the University of South Dakota. Man, that is a very, very impressive uh, schedule. And uh, that's going to be uh, some, some good measuring means for you as you prepare for conference play. It will. It's going to, you know, we're going to get to see, you know, we're going to get to see, like I said, SEC, Big Ten, um, American Athletic, um, you know, some of those, some of those conferences that, that have some pretty, pretty strong programs. And it's, it's going to allow, it's going to allow us to see, you know, a different style, a different level, um, a different speed of game. So I'm hoping that that will prepare us and make us hungry, um, you know, coming into conference play. But, you know, I was, I was pretty careful I was pretty careful when I was uh, when I was setting setting that stuff up because I. Hello. Hello. With regards to conference play, the, the Sunday Monday thing doesn't really bother me a whole lot. Um, you know, it's every conference does things a little bit different, and so. Um, you know, I've I've been on the side of a you know a Thursday Saturday play or a Friday Sunday play. Um, you know, last year we did Friday Saturday, which you know I thought worked out really well. Um, you know, this year you know we're going to Sunday Monday, and I think it'll be I think it'll be good because of what it'll allow us to do um, is give our give our kids um, an off day during the middle of the week when they've got classes and stuff, so that they can you know focus a little more on academics. Very good. We're talking with Coach Dustin Solomon, head volleyball coach at University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. He is one of two males uh, that lead the teams here in the Southwest Athletic Conference. And and how has that been for you, uh, being a minority uh, within this uh, club, if you allow me to say it? I can't say sorority, but within this club. <laughs> right. Um, no, it's good. You know, I've, I feel like I've got a pretty good relationship um, with, with almost every coach in our conference. Um, you know, I knew, um, coach Demetria at Grambling before, you know, when I was at Louisiana Tech in New Orleans, cause I'd seen them, you know, when we were there, I know coach Penny, uh, from Alabama state. I've known her for, for quite some time. 
um, just, you know, throughout the volleyball world. And, you know, like I said, some of the others since I've been in the conference, uh, feel like I've, you know, got a pretty good relationship with them as well. You know, Vanessa Jacobs, I've known her for, I guess this will be year five or six now, uh, from my time, you know, being down in South Louisiana. So, um, I feel like, I feel like I fit in. Um, I know, you know, we all do things a little bit differently. So I think that adds, you know, a little more flavor to the conference. Um, you know, but Coach Hunter and I, we know we have to have each other's back because we're out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you better build some allies with Valley real quick, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and with that being said, um, we talk about the different styles and, and the approaches. Uh, and let's be honest, we, we're the same, but we're different, especially how we see things and view things. What are some of the things that you look for? as far as building your program at uh, Pine Bluff? Um, you know, I, as far as what I'm, what I'm looking for with regards to athletes is I want, you know, I want to have, I want to have young ladies in my program that I feel like could compete on a, on a, a national type level. You know, I don't want, I don't want to recruit just, just young ladies that will help us just win the conference. You know, I want to I want to recruit young ladies that will help us win those non-conference matches too because that will just make the conference stronger. Um, I, I want people that are, that are coachable, that are willing to change and adapt because, um, like, you know, like we said, everybody does things different, and I don't want somebody coming in here and saying, well, that's not how we did it in high school or, you know, that's not how my club coach did it, you know, whatever. Well, you're not there anymore. So – um, you know, a lot of open-mindedness um, and, you know, just somebody – I also like to recruit young ladies that are academically uh, inclined as well because I feel like that just helps. You know, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all teachers. You know, we're trying, to, we're trying to teach our sport. We're trying to teach how we want our systems to work so that, so that things go smoothly when we're playing matches. And so, you know, I want, I want smart, smart academic people that can, that can learn and pick up things quickly. Very good, very good. We're talking with Dustin Solomon, head volleyball coach, University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Golden Lions, or should I say the Lady Golden Lions, on our SWAC volleyball tour. Now, uh, Coach, you, you're sitting in, you got the table set. I got to ask you two questions, and I got to be fair, I've been asking everybody else this, so I can't let you off the hook that way. Okay. And I think I need to ask you a third question since you're a Cowboy fan, but I won't digress. No, no, but we, we, we talk about um, uh, the style of player that is going to be uh, naturally gravitating toward the mid-major conferences, such as the Southwest Athletic Conference, the MEAC Conference. And on a scale of five, with five being the, the, the premier ball player, student athlete, Nine times out of ten, this conference will get that one to three star ball player. Now, yep. with that being said, how important is it that you have a system versus the getting that that premier ball player? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think honestly, it's it's really important and you know you hear coaches talk all the time about culture i think that even over a system having having that strong culture 
where everybody buys in and they know what is expected of them, you know, every day. Uh, I think that's really important to to building, you know, successful successful teams. Um, but as far as systems go, that makes it. I mean, you can you can have, and that's where we need to be adaptable as well. I mean, you can have you know a system that you how you want things done. You can have that plan in place, but if you don't get the players that can that can handle that system then we've got to adapt as coaches. Um, but having a, having a tried and true things that you know will work, um, it's very important just so that you can build that positive culture um, within the gym. Absolutely. That is, that you got to have your core before you start to try to add the bells and the whistles. But you got to have that core Absolutely. foundation of what's going to be our, our identity, if you will. You have to. Okay, very, very well stated, sir. Here's your next question. I guess this is more of a wish list. I am going to give you $2 million for your volleyball program only. How do you spend that money? Wow. If only this was real life. <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> you know, pitch yourself because this, this this is this is a hypothetical question. For sure. Well, um, yeah, man, that would be a dream come true. Um, the first thing that I would do um, in the, with the situation that I have here is I would I would take probably probably a quarter of that money, maybe maybe half, and go renovate our old gym that's across the street that doesn't really get used for anything but ROTC and have my own facility. That would be the first Okay. So that way I don't have to share, I don't have to share my, I don't have to share my practice time with new student orientation, academic convocations. I would have a place where I could go practice and not get interrupted. Okay. You got, you got another Five five hundred thousand left. What you gonna do next? Uh, probably use the rest of it to um, a. I'll split. I'll split it up. Part A of the rest of that money would get me fully funded, so I have twelve full scholarships. Part B would be make myself a recruiting budget, and part C would be to have myself a full-time assistant coach. A full-time assistant coach. Very well spent. But I'm going to give you I'm going to give you uh A minus. All right. And the, and the reason I give you an A minus facilities is always on the A list. That's going to always be on the A list. But what I have discovered that fits just as well as that facilities is nutrition. Yeah. Nutrition. And how important is a nutritionist in the overall scheme of having a successful program? Um, you know what? That's a that's a that's a tough question. Because if even if we have that person within our payroll um, 
even if she's, you know, even if he or she is within the entire scape of all our athletic programs, you know, football, basketball, track, softball, baseball, you know, the whole nine yards, golf, tennis. If we don't have the ability to give our student athletes the intake that they need to follow the plan that nutritionists have laid out, it's not going to do any good. Point well taken, which is why I say we know facilities is the big piece. That's the huge piece that goes a little bit beyond our control. Right. However, I have an um, immediate impact on what my student athletes are taking in. Here's the, I've put pen to paper. We're still doing research on it, but I just want to run this by my Division One coaches so they can at least see where we're trying to go with this. Sure. You have roughly about 400 student athletes on the SWAC Division I athletic program roster. Yep. Okay. If you do to put the pen in the paper, if you put aside a million dollars to factor in for that nutritionist, to factor in the meal plans, which means it's going to have to be a whole buy-in, and not just the athletic department, but whoever provides the meals through your cafeteria, they're going to have to be able to buy in providing special diets for these student athletes. Why? Right. Because they are student athletes. They shouldn't be eating the same thing that everybody else is eating. Number two, number two, the fact that you're dealing with HBCUs in this particular conference, you develop new eating habits, which can then determine and hopefully quote, unquote, here comes that buzzword again, change the culture of future families. So when your plan days are over, I now have developed not only a sense of leadership for my involvement in athletics, but a sense of health consciousness, which can help me and extend my family and my lifespan. Yes, that would be be huge. So I, I hope that makes sense. And, and and I know that we, we, we're we front global thinking people that if I get the facilities, you can have the facilities, but if they're not conditioned and trained properly, if they're not properly uh, uh, fortified for their bodies for the competition, then all you got is a pretty place and you're still getting kicked around the fields. That's true. Just something to think that about. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> you know, so – my question is, is, shouldn't that be part of factoring in the overall success of athletic programs? It definitely should. I just, you know, getting, again, and you, and you already mentioned this, you know, getting the, getting the food supplier to be willing, even if you flashed, you know, even if you flashed $600,000 in their face, are they going to be willing to go out of the way to change how they are providing for the entire student body, you know, or separating it out and allowing athletics to be separate from the you know, student body population? I, I don't know if, if that is an actual feasible plan or not. Well, it, it, and, and like I said, it's all hypothetical, but it's something that could easily be – uh, handle, which then you could you can lead towards getting that facility to help 
improve the journey, if you will. And I just think, you know, just one of those deals as you think I was a former baseball player in the Southwest Athletic Conference, and I'm in my 50s right now. So you think about all these things that led you to where you are, and it will always go back to your competing days. There are things that you're telling your student athletes right now that you heard when you were competing. So That's 100% for sure. Right. And it's one of those things that you can help slowly change. We talk about changing that culture. You can slowly change the culture of who and what we have. Uh, we're talking with Coach uh, Dustin Solomon. I know he didn't uh, think he was going to get into all this nutritional factor, but we are talking about um, the athletic program and the volleyball program in particular of University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, uh, the Lady Golden Lions. Coach, um, how do you uh, forecast this upcoming season for the Golden Lions? Um, another one of those loaded questions. <laughs> I ask good questions, um, though, right? You do ask great questions. That's that's for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we all we all want to see steady progress. Um, you know, I we made it. We made a small jump uh, last season uh, with overall, you know, end result record. And you know, that's what I'm shooting for again. If you know, if I can, if we can figure out how to win some of the close matches instead of lose some of the close matches. Um, you know, I'd like to see a, I'd like to see a, a 500 or, you know, a, a plus 500, um, total record, uh, from wins and losses for the whole season. And then, you know, I'd like to be, I'd like to be in that top, you know, in that top two or three, um, as far as the conference schedule goes. Well, those are some great expectations and you're definitely headed in the right direction. Before we let you go, coach, uh, you got any players that that you're going to be uh, expecting uh, a little increase from last year, and some that are coming to the program that's going to help make an impact? Sure. Um, you know, so we had uh, one of our one of our middle blockers was she was in the, I think probably the top in the top five in the conference in blocks per set. Um, you know, she got she got stronger uh, in the weight room this year, so I'm hoping that's going to lead to you know a little bit better you know, production from her, you know, at the net blocking and hitting both. Um, my, one of my outside hitters, uh, freshman, she, uh, she was in the, she was in the top 10 in the conference and kills percent and hitting percentage. Uh, going to see, going to see some improved production from her. Um, our setter, I think will, will be, will, I mean, she was a, she was a true freshman. We only, we run a five one. So, you know, she was on the floor as a true freshman, you know, running the show and she'll having that having that uh freshman experience I think will lead her to do a little bit better job um of, you know, managing managing the team on the floor and improving our offense. And then, you know, I've got uh I've got a couple of young ladies that are gonna come in um as freshmen that I expect to to do some to do some good things. I've got a I've got a, a new libero coming in. And then um, uh, a, a left-handed right side, which you know, having those lefties is is an anomaly because there's not a whole lot of them. So I'm hoping that she will she will help us um, create some mismatch problems. Well, you know that reverse spin coming from that lefty is going to be something to get adjusted to if people are not uh, accustomed to seeing it on a regular basis. That's for sure. That <laughs> is for sure. We're talking with Coach Dustin Stallman 
of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Lady Golden Lions, part of our SWAC volleyball tour. We'll be having full uh, dedicated radio volleyball program starting this fall. We'll have coaches with their uh, wrap-ups of their prior matches leading up to the, the upcoming events. We'll have player of the week interviews, and we'll have a whole lot more in store for you right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Coach, uh, is there anything that you'd like to share as we get ready to shut down this segment? Um, you know, one thing one thing that, that all of us coaches want to see is, um, you know, people in the stands. So, you know, what I would like to throw out there is, you know, no matter, no matter where you are, um, even if you're not even within our conference, but if you're, if you're within short driving distance of our conference schools and there's matches going on, um, whether we're home or visiting team, we always like seeing people in the stands. Um, the game is a fun game to watch. And uh, we feel like, you know, there's a lot of excitement that goes on within our matches. And so, you know, come out, support, support all of our programs, and we look forward to seeing you in the fall. Very well stated, sir. Coach Dustin Solomon, head volleyball coach of University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Be ready to hit the court for the 2017 campaign. I am Dr. Mike Prince, the radio guys. Always a joy and a pleasure to bring these interviews to you. Until the next time, be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. Take care. That was awesome, Coach. That was awesome. Oh, that was, good. Good deal. That glad, was absolutely- glad that we have somebody that, that's willing to do that for us. Well, you, I've been. This has been three, four years in the making. Okay. Um, I, I really and truly was trying to get it to where I could broadcast the volleyball championship games through our network, and sure. they're dragging their feet, dragging their feet, and wouldn't say yay or nay, then, you know, they got what they try to do through the digital network, which, you know, that's okay, but I'm talking about doing something that was dedicated, dedicated. So then we came up with this talk show concept, which is the next best thing for us, and it gets you guys involved and it helps spread the the, the awareness of, of volleyball and swag volleyball in particular. So we're, we're taking this and, and we're we're running full steam ahead. That's awesome. I'm 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 thrilled for that yes, for sir. sure. And, yes, sir. And I'm sure every I'm sure everybody else is as well. Well, you know what, man? Uh, it has been a, a a joy and a pleasure. You're my seventh coach that I've interviewed for the conference. Okay. And it has been smooth sailing. Everybody's excited, and I think was was exciting and and, and liberating. For them, and I guess including yourself, you can probably attest to this or even comment on it, is that not only is there someone that's willing to to do this, but someone who has at least a clue of the importance and understand your game and your sport to want to yes. do this. You, you, you know what I mean? No, that that's huge. That is huge. You know, so um, we I, I sent you guys a. Uh, uh, a number is called the message line number where, because let's be honest, come August, everybody's going to have football on the brain. And, <laughs> and, and, and I'm a big football. I am the voice of Prairie View and University football team. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. But I, I run a network, a sports talk network. I have 
a daughter that plays volleyball. I got a daughter that plays basketball. My son plays basketball, baseball. You know, I play football, basketball, baseball, and boxed. So we're we're sports fanatics around here. So okay. don't I'm thinking, and this is I, I really believe that we have lightning in the bottle right now. Right now. Because right. everybody's gonna be focused on what? Football, football, football. Yep. You tell me and show me where you have a show that's gonna be consistently featuring collegiate volleyball, in particular for the Southwest Athletic Conference on a weekly basis. There isn't one. There isn't one until now. Until that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's why it is the only way this is going to work. If you guys stay consistent with your reports, stay consistent with your interviews and updates, and we'll make sure we push it out. I got 170,000, uh, just hit 171,000 uh, listening audience through my network. Really? Yes, sir. That is fantastic. Yes, sir. You asked Ronnie Johnson about Dr. Prince from Prairie View, Texas. Okay. Okay. And it was a joy uh, uh, to get ready to talk to you, sir. And we're going. what we're going to do, we got 10 different interviews. We're going to roll this out systematically week by week individually. And then once we get done with everybody individually, we want to tie them all together and have one huge show featuring volleyball in the Southwest Athletic Conference. That sounds like a, that sounds like a plan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, we'll be following you out uh, the links and how you know on how you can listen. Uh, you can listen live. You can listen pre-recorded. But the key is that you'll be able to have this at your fingertip, and you can help push and promote. This even sells you in recruiting where we have a radio show, you know, and the parents who have kids out of state can use this as an advantage point, uh, even your competition, because they, 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 everybody wants to have some coverage. And if they know a place they got, we want to be, in, in, in translation, we want to be the SWAC's ESPN. There you go. If that makes that sense. sounds like a great plan, that's for sure. Yes, sir. Well, can't get it done without guys like you. And I appreciate you very much. And I hope the questions weren't too sticky for you. Oh no, questions were good. I, I really, I mean, I that was those were awesome. Very good, very good. Well, thank you so much, my friend, um, for your time. We're going to get ready to shut this down, and we'll uh, be getting you and keeping in contact with you on how everything is processed. Sounds great, Doctor Prince. I appreciate your time. All right, have a great day. Yes, sir. You too. All right. Bye bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.